Hey church, as we continue through the word this morning, we are in Isaiah, and this morning I want to read to you from Isaiah 37. In this part of the story, there is a king from Assyria called Sennacherib who's come against the city of Jerusalem, and he's looking to overthrow it. If you've read the story, it's this big standoff between really Sennacherib and God. And the king of Assyria mocks the God of Israel. He mocks Israel for putting their trust in their God. And he says, why don't you guys surrender to me? You've depended on Egypt. They're not going to come through for you. You've depended on your God. He's not going to come through for you. I am going to destroy you. So turn from your God and give yourselves to me. Hezekiah, king of Jerusalem, runs to, runs to the Lord and he calls for Isaiah. And he says, Isaiah, uh, call to the Lord, figure out what God's will is in this. In this moment of crisis, uh, when this outside threat is looking to take over the life of God's people. And this is part of Isaiah's answer to Hezekiah. And it's strong. Listen to what he says in verse 30. Uh, well, 31, I'm sorry, verse 31. This is Isaiah 37, 31. God says, once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant, and out of Mount Zion a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Basically telling, listen, this, this siege is not going to work. Uh, he says in this prophecy, if you go and read it, um, he says, tell the people of Assyria, don't they understand? Again, they are tools in my hand. Everything they've been able to do is because I've allowed them to do it, reminding us of God's sovereignty over even the powers that come against God's people. But then he reminds his people, I'm not done with you yet. I'm not going to cast you off. Even though you have not been fruitful, I am going to raise a remnant. And that remnant is going to be fruitful. It reminds us of Isaiah 5 when he sings that song over his vineyard and he says, you haven't been fruitful. He says, but I will make you fruitful. I will raise up a remnant that will be fruitful. And he says, the, uh, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, the, Lord, the, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The remnant will be produced and it will be preserved by the zeal of the Lord Almighty. And he himself will produce and protect this people. And I think if you fast forward uh, hundreds of years past this, God fulfills this promise in Jesus. Ultimately, the remnant of Jerusalem, the remnant of Judah, are those who cling to Jesus as Messiah. Those who receive him by faith and give their lives to him. And now it's not just people out of Jerusalem who are part of this people, but it's the church. We've been grafted into this remnant. So right now here in Dry Prong, Louisiana, this is why in Timothy, Paul says, or in 1 Timothy, Paul says, we are the church of the living God. We are the assembly of the living God um, because we haven't produced ourselves. We haven't assembled ourselves. The living God has called us to himself and we exist because the living God uh, is like Aslan in the book of the Chronicles of Narnia. He is he's a roaring lion, not like Satan is a roaring lion, but he's a roaring lion that that is pursuing his people. And he's calling us out of death and 
through Jesus. Uh, we, are, we are clinging to Jesus and that we are being grafted into his people. But he is the one who is assembling his people and he's protecting his people. I want you to listen to these next few verses. He tells Isaiah, I'm going to produce this people and I'm going to protect them. He says, Assyria will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. You hear that language? God is saying he's not going to shoot a single arrow in this city. I am going to defend it for my name's sake and for the sake of my servant, David. So God has put his name on this people. And his name is going to be preserved. His name is going to be protected. So his people are not going to be defeated. And he has made promises to David to keep a descendant on his throne and to have a descendant from the line of David to rule over a kingdom that will spread over the entire earth. And he says, for the sake of that promise, I will not let my people be defeated. I will do this. I will do this. And now in the church, this same God is our God. These promises are being fulfilled in us. Sunday, if you're watching either online or if you're at the drive-in service, Paul says that in later times, there are going to be those who depart from the faith. As we seek to be the pillar and the buttress of the truth, as we seek to be God's people, there are going to be people who walk away. And that's a tragedy. But understand this, the future of God's church is not in jeopardy. This is a serious thing. We have to fight for it. But we understand that ultimately we're not resting on our efforts. We're not resting on our uh, on our faith even. We're resting on Jesus Christ, the head of the church, the son of God, the descendant of David. God is going to fulfill his promises to him. He is going to protect the church. He is going to preserve the church. And that's something to rest in. That's something to pray for. We need to seek God's face the same way that uh, Hezekiah sought God's face and say, God, there are lots of threats against us. There are lots of things that are leading away or tempting to lead away our people away from you. So God, we need you to preserve us. We need you to protect us. We need you to lead us so that these false teachings from demons don't lead away, um, lead astray your people. God, preserve your people for your name's sake and for the sake of your promises to the son of David your promises to your son, Jesus. So let's, uh, let's go to God this morning. Let's ask him to do that. And let's rest in him, but let's ask him to be this God over his people. God, we rest in you. You are our only resting place. Anything else we would want to put our hope in, God will crumble. If we try to put our hope in ourselves and our own ability to stand against forces that want to lead us away from you, God, we're going to crumble. Lord, if we Put our hope in, uh, in resources in this world to satisfy us and to protect this church. Lord, it's not going to happen. Lord, we need you to raise this church up and to protect us. And God, you do. You've made promises to us. You've made promises for your namesake and for the namesake of Jesus over us. You've given him to us as the head of the church. You've filled us with your spirit so that your remnant will be produced and be preserved. Lord, we ask you to do this. God, please preserve our people. 
God, those among us who are really yours, God, preserve us from spiritual attack, preserve us from uh, from desires in this world leading us away from you. God, keep our hearts solely fixed on you. God, produce fruit through us. Make us a fruitful people for your name's sake. God, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.